Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's the Final Third Podcast. Welcome back to the Final Third Podcast. I'm Rob. And for the last time, for a while... I'm Isaiah. Heck yeah. You got to introduce I mean, yourself. Oh, I mean, I mean we'll yeah. miss you. <laughs> yes, I'm Mike. What are and you Mike? wearing on your head, Rob? Hat. It looks like hat. you stole some grandpa's flannel. It's, it's the distillery. <laughs> it's the distillery hat. The distillery. It is literally, the place is literally called the distillery. It's Boston's Cali hat, man. Okay, there I like you I go. I love these hats. Wow. It's so like comfortable. Blue. I do too. Yeah. yeah. There you All right. go. So today is Isaiah's last day, and hopefully my voice will continue to last for the rest of the trip here. Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. It will be fine. You'll be fine. But today we're <laughs> going to smoke the uh, the La Galera La Instructora Perfection Royal Corona. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of words. What's um, this made of? This is um, Ecuadorian Habano Rosado wrapper, um, Dominican Criollo 98, um, Dominican Piloto, Cubano, Criollo 98 fillers. And um, it's one of Hochi Blanco's master blends that he created. He actually um, grew these different tobaccos from specific seeds in different regions just to try to create something extra special. It's a little bit more pricey. I mean, this is not bad. This is under 13 bucks, But um, special line, and it's delicious. And I think it's going to go really great with this bottle. Yeah, yeah. heck yeah. So See we're doing we're doing Camus uh, Cab Sav today, Heck which yeah. we talked about last week. We've we never done a wine pairing. I know. No. I'm excited. I am too. I'm very excited. This I love is this normally bottle. the point in the show where I grab the bottle and read something, but I don't even know what you want to know about wine specs. This is 2021 Napa Valley Cab. Uh, it's a it's a whole liter. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a liter bottle. Yes. Uh, yeah. And you can see the Wagners on the back. Yeah. Wow. There they third are. generation, I think. Third generation. Third generation now is what they're on. We have a wine. You want to open it? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's typically yeah. how we run the show. Yeah. What do you got uh, there? He's got the master tool system over here. Yeah. I think. I think Looks he like bought. He spent way too much money. Well, no, on I think this. he bought this off the back of the snap-on <laughs> yeah. truck. So. Snap-on <laughs> truck. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, it's pretty fancy. Yeah. It's pretty fancy. I like. So, it. what's the name of this thing? Do you know the name of the? Oh God. Jen, what's this called? A rabbit. A rabbit. This is the rabbit. Oh, what? Why would you do this instead of just pulling the cork out? Well, that's what it does. That's all it does? It's just a machine, yeah. So you start it's here, a, just clamp it around the top, cork down, cork up. Wow. Then you go down and up again, and it'll pull your cork out for you instead of having to hand twist it off your, your spindle there. That's so basically, a, it's a wine nerd... I'm going to one-up you whenever I open my freaking or, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was having trouble two bottles deep opening the third one. <laughs> yeah. And we had to make it more efficient. And then we have our foil cutter. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. That that's actually nice there. Yeah. 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 So then if you, you know, I, I like to save these. We always save these and we saved our, our corks. We have a nice little cork collection at home. So Yeah. Yeah. That's Toss crazy. that in your collection there. So I never even knew Let's that see this if we thing can do this existed. The right way. Yeah, do it right-handed. Do yeah. It, do it the right way. That's a pretty pretty cool contraption. Yeah, if it works. 
If it works, that if is the works. real question because this looks super far off on a liter bottle. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if it's only does it, well, the top should be the same, shouldn't it? It's just Look not that. very straight. It works. It's working great. Yeah, oh, Look at that. Goodness. So then that's it. Oh so man. Now beautiful. if it works the right way, we go down and then back up. And you can put it back in. And that's it. Oh. Yeah. So oh, perfect. It pulls it, it pulls it out so you don't oh, have to worry goodness. about it. So and you the, can reuse it. Probably not if you don't want to shove it in there. We've yeah, got yeah. We've got pores for that. We've got yeah stoppers. I mean, these, this is a real cork, so yeah. If you uh, shove it back in there, that's a then you got your pore mess. top. Wow, fancy! Wow. There you are, sir. We have a All collar right. too, but the collar doesn't fit around the leader bottle either. So collar, hardly nowhere. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put that on the board. We got to put one of those on there. <laughs> I hardly know. So where. proper pour for a wine glass. Stop me when it's proper. Ooh, do you feel proper yet? Nope. Yeah. I, I really could not tell you. I Whatever drink, you feel I drink with. with bougie wine people, and yeah. they'll just fill their glasses. Well, because they I like was curious, drink. so seriously, what I think is it is it five ounces? Is I a, think I think a normal drink. pour is four or five ounces. Four or five ounces. Okay. Um, but when you test a wine, you go to a nice nice restaurant, and you test a wine. They they'll pour you half ounce or so in yeah. your glass. You yeah. you test it out, you know, see what's going on, and. Oh, God. I love the smell of this Camus, man. I really we're not got that formal. I got to baby no, this not. stuff when I was up at Bongi's. That's where I first got to try it. And I loved it. Yeah. It, it, there's so many of the uh, like French oak notes on oh. the nose. It and does that kind of vanilla, the, the baking Blackberry. spice thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. Can't wait to get into that. Good. I'm going to get into the cigar. All right. Cold draw on the cigar. What we got going on here. Cocoa? Yeah. Um, Not quite Cocoa Puffs this time, but Cocoa. No, it kind of does some of those cereal grain things, too, for me. It's almost like a Cocoa um, Cheerios. Okay. Yeah, I can mm. see that. I don't know if there's a such thing or not, but that's what yeah. reminds me of. It cocoa is a, Cheerios. Yeah. I've had chocolate it Cheerios is kinda, It is okay? a little yeah. oaty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does have the oat thing yeah. going, yeah. A little bit of hay. Cool. Yeah, so the bands on these are kind of cool. I mean, you you can't hard really to read. You can't read it really. Yeah. But, but if you um, can, you're special because it's very hard to see. Actually, this is the first time I've noticed that that band you can read. There's a lot it's, of it's, on there. It's like foil press. So you yes. can see the indention of the name on there, but, but it's, it's got very this hard to same see. same as the boxes. It's got these uh, Jackson Pollock paintings. Yeah. And um, there he is very much into artistic and all that. So a lot of his boxes have that on there, and it's kind of cool. The bands aren't real informative, but it's kind of cool. It's just something to catch your eye. Mm-hmm. It uh, the first time I had one of these, it reminded me of uh, just the band, not the makeup or anything. Reminded me of the uh, the Cicerones because they have the same yeah kind of marketing with their box, and they have the different uh, different paintings on the bands and and that dude that cool. does the art on those Cicerone, mm-hmm. he he does some pretty amazing because you can actually buy the. The bands on those cigars as artwork to right. hang in your house. Oh yeah, or collect yeah. the boxes, take the lids off, and yeah. make a mural out of them. It's pretty it's very cool. cool. Yeah. Um, this on the first light up, man. This is. I now you have now we have this idea of chocolate Cheerios stuck in my head, but it, <laughs> it kind of is on the palate. It kind it's of really is. light. 
the retro hell has a little bit of baking spice quality in there and it's really nice it is it it balances it's it's got a really good balance of flavors yeah. i can't really pull any specific note out but it's like balanced very nicely so what is it in the criollo 98 that stands out to you the most because that's what this is made up of so yeah um from what I remember, the Criollo 98 gives you a lot of the, um, um, I mean, with the, a little extra age on the tobacco, mm -hmm. it gives you a lot more of those subtle baking spice notes like the nutmegs and mm -hmm. um, um, cardamom, some cardamom. of those kind of things. Yeah, you I know? can see that. Um, so that's, that's what I remember from Criollo 98. I think it also gives you a little bit of the strength mm -hmm. um, because – this, you know, if you were looking at just the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and the Piloto um, Cubano, those are both typically milder tobaccos. So to get any strength out of this, you're going to have to get that from the Criollo 98. Right. Now, Dominican tobacco typically doesn't come across as real strong. Sure. Um, so you don't get a lot of that same strength as you would like a Nicaraguan, you know, that's going to have a lot more punch to it. Um, but... This is going to be probably, what is it, a solid medium? That's probably all you're going to be able to get out of having so much Dominican tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. it's, you mentioned the price point on it was what, 12, 13, 12, sub 13? Yeah, sub 13. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in, in La Galera's lineup, that's, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. These are, uh, hmm. were these event only? No. Okay. Nope. No, there was Which no. One was? <sighs> Didn't they have the. Did La Galera have event only? I thought there was one in the La Instructora line that was event only. And we were able to buy a bunch because of the event. And actually, that's when we got these in, wasn't it? I th I think we're, you're thinking of maybe the ambush from Black Label. Maybe it is. No. Because I don't I got remember getting from, one. from Brad when he was here. There might have been some. I'll have to go back and yeah. look and see. Yeah. That was a special something. It was. Uh, special something. All right. I'm ready to get into this wine. God, that nose is so beautiful on this. The beautiful oh. thing about a wine <laughs> of this class is that there's no acidity that would throw off anything going on with the cigar. No, and I, I can see someone that is into like super, super dry cabs say, this is too sweet. Because it doesn't it, do the same drying thing that some other cabs I've sure. had does, which I don't mind. Well, I, I like it. It's not tannic dry. It's not tannic dry. That's what I'm thinking. But of. as right. far as sweetness level, it is dry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I get a lot of sweetness out of this still. Very good. I love Leathery. it. I love it. We need to make sure that Jen and Lisa knows that they can come get their pour whenever they want to. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Entry, please. I only gave Lisa a little bit for now because she's not a huge dry wine fan yet. So we'll see if she likes this one. If she does, we've still got half a bottle here. So we still have half a bottle if you want more than that. It's Jen's jam. Jen's going to pour the rest of hers in her, bot, in her glass. Yeah. <laughs> here. You oh, you're going to pour it on? You got. She's going to pour it so you can see how, how to pour it. No. Oh. You got to do the Olive Garden you're thing totally where you right. pour it's it over. five ounces. <laughs> five ounces? Okay, five cool. Ounces. Cool. You got to do the Olive Garden yeah. thing yeah, where they pour over their arm we'll for whatever opinion. reason. Yeah, it really is like that. Except they don't uh, pour until they tell you until you tell too them dry. to stop, like the cheese. Too dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too dry for Lisa. Yeah. yeah. See, I I think it's right. Hey, in perfect. Uh, 
It is perfect. Let the let it air out a little bit and try it again. Yeah, see if it, like just give it a little bit of time and try it again because there's a lot more in there. Also, you're switching from a Dr Pepper to that, <laughs> so it, anything's gonna seem dry, dry right now. So yeah, don't no, make I your like final verdict. Yeah. I like the flavor, but I say it makes my tongue feel hairy. It's it <laughs> That is, a, I get what you're saying. That's an interesting descriptor, but yeah. I understand. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like licking velvet, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out huh. to uh, Will. He's on his fuzzy trips again. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about he's out licking velvet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what made me think of that because he said yesterday all the rum was fuzzy. Oh, that's right. So, he did. Yeah. Yes. Well, Will's drunk. Way to bring that week. back to something better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Appreciate you. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, this is fantastic. It is. Yeah. Not as dry as I anticipated at all. I really uh, have you had this before, Jen? Really? Not uh, 21. I think we've had okay. one a few years ago. Sorry. I think we've had one a few years ago, but yeah. no. Oh, some, of, some of my friends Maybe. will tell Two, me three years 2016, 2017 are, like, amazing. But Honestly, I think, that's probably close to where yeah. what Sherry's, so that's probably close 20... Yeah, I think the one mm. I had from Boggies was 2019. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. That's uh, what Deshaun's always chasing after. So is 2019? It? I think so. Yeah. 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 We talked about that not too long ago. I mean, and that's the thing with wines. If you like a wine, you're typically going to like it across the board, but you will like different vintages more than others. Sure. And uh, weather and like this. Was it 2019 when they had the fires went through? Yes. Yeah. So that probably no. Se- well, seventeen, nineteen, and twenty-one was flooding. Yeah. So eighteen would have been a rebound year. So nineteen would have been back to normal. So that makes gotcha. sense. Yeah. Well, and I mean, very similar to small batch whiskey too. Yeah. Every year, you know, you're gonna find some be like better than others. Wine's no different. Actually, wine is probably more. It, it is definitely more it Just variable. there's no. I mean, there's no distillation. There's no yeah. real filtration. Um, part part of the wine drinking experience is something they call terroir, and that's you actually being able to taste the growing season. Yeah, yep. and the dirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's legitimate. Yeah. Get in here. I do the three sip rule. Okay. Let my tongue acclimate. Yeah. So I feel like I'm eating skins of grapes. There's yeah. no sweetness to it, it, but it's skin. And then I have a very, um, um, my, the inside of my mouth is no longer slick. It, it like drags. Yeah. What is that? That's what I don't like. Where I get oh, resistant. Like the mi- mouth feel. Yeah, I don't like the oh, mouth feel hmm. either. Interesting. It's not so sweet enough, the- and there, the mouth feel is, uh, it's like I have a film. All over the inside of my mouth. Pick them up more of the. I wonder if that's the oak, oak tannins. Yeah, yeah. Up way way too much of the oak tannins yeah. there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is dry. Because yeah. it is. Yeah. It is very dry. Do you know why it's red? Do you know how they make it red? We learned this. I just assumed it was from the grapes, but well, they so with like the Sauvignon Blanc stuff, how they're white. Like most of the skins are removed from that. So the, with the red wines. And like the cabs and the darker reds, they leave the skins in. Oh, and that's what gives it more of that tannic flavoring. That's is that I there's take. extra that's what skins she, that's in it. 
the fermentation process. So the bitter skin. Yeah. yeah. That makes you know, sense. It, then. Okay. It makes it more bitter. Huh? Yeah. So if they right? were to do the same wine without the skins, it would be a whole bunch sweeter. And much. probably a white. Depending oh, on the white. type well, of race. You could also take it less far in the fermentation. Right. Like you could stop it sooner. Yeah. And, that and make some it places will actually back sweeten, which is blasphemy. I think so. But, <laughs> but, it, but a lot of your cheaper wines will back sweeten just because it, 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 hits takes, a a, it takes a lot of question out of, out of the equation. So. Yeah. Have you ever experimented with cheaper, sweeter stuff and let a remnant sit in your glass? Look at your glass the next day. Full of sugar crystals in the bottom. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, um, not to not. I normally finish my glasses. Right. But the, even <laughs> even the tiny little bit that's sitting in the bottom, if yeah. you sit it in your sink, don't rinse it. Not to knock, but, you know, your Cubers, your Starlight, your yeah. Oliver, things that are back sweetened or just sweeter in general, you will have a crystal ring in the bottom of your glass, even if it's pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. This, I would, I'd be very curious to see if there's anything left. Cause there's, I would bet not. I, I would doubt it. It would just stay yeah. in your glass. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's okay. That's I, 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 my I palate have, says no. Her palate <laughs> says no. That's okay. I like you, it. Gave, you gave it a valiant yeah. effort, Lisa. I, mean, I drank it. So. Yeah, you did. So we went to, we've been to Napa a couple times. Uh, went for our honeymoon 2017. Went back last year for our five-year anniversary. Um, we toured a bunch of places. I mentioned this last week. We just kind of showed up and and just showed up in the middle of winter, and it was raining. Um, and we were able to get into a bunch of places. Um, I'm into reds more than she is because most of the time the reds made her not feel so hot. Mm. Um, why was that? Do you remember what the guy said? He he explained it to you. I, it we talked about this because yeah. I get the same thing on yeah. most reds. I don't remember exactly what he. I don't remember exactly what he said. It was it was something along the lines of what what goes into it. So it could be a dye allergy. Most of them don't have added dyes. So he said there were specifics in the tannins, but I don't remember. Like he, I was I, told I nitrates. Him. I'm gonna call him. It was something with nitrates and tannins, but I don't remember exactly how. But we sat in his shop for probably four hours, and he just said, try this one. Try that one. Tell me how this tastes. It was the coolest experience ever because he said he he taught me to to talk about the flavors that I'm tasting and, and rate bitterness, and he was able to find several reds. And he said, take this bottle home. You guys need a bottle to drink with dinner. Take this home. Come see me tomorrow. Tell me how you feel. I was fine. Yeah. It was absolutely fine. It Do you was, remember, was it an Italian wine by chance? Everything was, was French Napa. or Napa. Okay, because there was because we have a, a guy that comes in here, and he's a huge wine guy, and he said a lot of the Italian wines don't use the nitrates for the for the um, preservation. Yeah. And he said that will never give you a headache. It's the ones usually they add the nitrates for that, that protection. Sense. And I'm like, well, that makes sense for me. Then maybe yeah. that's, I just need to find the ones that don't have that. Yeah. Hopefully this one doesn't have it because this is delicious. <laughs> I love it. I'm super yeah. excited. I don't remember actually when I had the glass up at Bongi's. I don't remember having a headache that night from it. So yeah, usually I can't one imagine glass that will would do have it. The same stuff that that some of the others. I do. wouldn't think and so. I think like he had brought up too. Like a, a lot of times they do that with additives to kind of be a filler to make up for lost weight in the fermentation. So 
Okay. Uh, when they, yeah, when they pull the skins back out, they try to make up for some of that to make some it volume. not so dry or to give it more volume. So yeah. it was a cool thing. Like it's cool to learn about, like, you know, we know about mash bills and stuff like that. So like, it's <laughs> yeah. really cool to go in there. Or at like, least we pretend to know. Or we all pretend about to know. Them. Yes. Yeah. We know what a mash bill is. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. If we Definitely. read about it, it's true. So yeah, uh, it's really cool to like, and you were talking about rum last week. Like it's really yeah. cool to like go into a different field and like learn all these new things about stuff that you really enjoy, but may not know a lot about and I mean, learn their process. At the end of the day, like these are all fermented products and fermentation is just controlled rot. Like you just take it down to its absolute core and you are trying to control rot push it to the edge and there's so but that means that there's so many similarities between all of the alcoholic beverages whether that's mead or wine or uh bourbon rum it's there are uh, a lot of factors that that are in play across the board yeah yeah um so go so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So going with a cigar. Rob just zoned out. That's what he just did. No, I was <laughs> I was working the palate because going from the, the wine back to the cigar, it dries out your palate. It hits all the dry notes. It yeah. loses all its flavor. But going from the cigar back to the wine, the wine gets sweeter. Mm-hmm. But in both cases, it blows out the cigar. You don't have much coming from the cigar anymore. Yeah. So this one honestly probably would have been better to do something with a – full-bodied San Andreas or something like that. So this might not have been the best pairing for this. Cigar is great with whiskey, maybe not with wine. It is a little, yeah. We'll find out when we get more into it. I mean, we're barely into the first third, so. I'm still getting some of those cereal or almost, now it's presenting as uh, toast qualities out of the cigar. It's just kind of bellowing it out a lot. Baking spices there. And going back to the wine, I'm finding more of that baking spice, that kind of French oak characteristic in it than I now, than I would. Previously. I will back up a bit after having the sip and then letting it sit for a minute, and then go back to the cigar. Yeah. The cigar is very more rich now, so it's definitely one of those things where don't don't do it immediately. Smoke, drink, drink, smoke. Let it sit on your palate. Let your palate refresh, yeah. and then go back to the cigar. Yeah. Yep, vice versa. Saying. Um, cause the cigar is now right back to where it was. It's yeah. perfect. So, and is so it, it, am I wrong about this? Isn't wine a type of palate cleanser as well? I mean, not, not in the way of like crackers when you're drinking wine, but doesn't it actually reset your palate in some ways or am I wrong? I think it I came would, with the right pairing. I uh, would say you're wrong. Okay. Okay. Point. I was just curious that cause that's what it just did to my palate was it seemed to cleanse my palate. Because I have I think had it my would be, palate blown out more times than not right. by okay. just an acidic red. Right, and but with no acidity. Just with then, no acidity, yeah. yeah. Right, so I, I think that, you know, it shouldn't. It's, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't, If you are getting a nice bottle of wine, it should not be acidic. And it, it literally doesn't matter what the type is. I mean, of course there is some inherent acidity, but that should not be a predominant characteristic yeah. In the bottle of wine. If you're buying a nicer bottle. Um, I'm not sure that's a desirable thing for anybody. <laughs> no. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no. Like a sour beer. I don't want a sour wine. Well, you can. It's, yeah, I just, uh, that's not my jam. Uh, in college, we used to drink... Bathtub wine? The, bathtub wine. <laughs> the uh, Trader Joe's, it was like the two-buck two chuck. Two-buck yeah. chuck. Two yeah, buck we used chuck. to do two-buck chuck in burger Woo. night, and like that was... 
That that was bougie. <laughs> bougie. <laughs> the burger washed out your wine flavors? Yeah. I actually, at that point in time in my drinking career, I did not mind the two-buck chuck. Yeah. Nowadays, if I go back to it, it, I'd probably have a different story. Don't act like we weren't there, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't act like we haven't done that more times than not. I started with Camus. This was the first thing I ever drank. Really? No. <laughs> no. I'm like, damn, that's go big or go home. Kind of no, like my story with whiskey no, we there. we found two buck chuck from her aunt, and she was like, you have to try this. It's really inexpensive. It's a great option, and we loved it for like five years. Yeah. It was good. Hey. I, I Saved I you a lot of money for a while, it did. didn't it? It did. <laughs> She's, she started us on some high-end stuff. Like, we, yeah. we got screwed from the get-go. Thanks, Sherry. Appreciate that. She's never going to listen to this, but... She she set us up. She was like, here, you need some wine to take home with you. And I looked it up, and I was like, why are you sending a, we'll, we'll say, 21-year-old home with a $50 bottle of wine? I couldn't buy this again if I had to. I'm a yeah. broke college kid. Yeah. Like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. So two buck came in clutch. Yeah, Setting you absolutely. up for future. So well, if she goes to her aunt's house to drink red wine, I leave her there. Yeah. Well, well this is one of the bottles your mom buys and says hey i need someone to drink with me and you go drink with her don't this you? is one of these one of the bottles that i buy for my mother oh okay as a gift and then she doesn't want to finish it all by herself and i just and invite act, you over for dinner yeah yeah my father doesn't drink anymore so uh i i just have to bear the struggle of Finishing a bottle of Camus with her. <laughs> oh, darn. It's yeah. a tough job. Yeah. It really Somebody is. has to do it. I feel for you. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a tough job. It's like I go and I spend 90 bucks on a bottle, and it's like, it's for her for Christmas. Yeah. But it's like, it's also for me. It's also for me. I think she knows that. And It'll she, come back. She appreciates it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a gift that uh, keeps Parents on Parents always like it. when the kids come home and hang out with them, so. Yeah. That's do good. they? Yeah, they do. Oh. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we won't go there. Mike is talking about his daddy issues currently. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> daddy issues with nope. Mike Bother. Yeah. So I did see uh, an article come through this week um, from Rocky Patel. So Rocky is building a new factory. And this, oh, new, fa too, yeah. this new factory is not going to be just a factory. Were they the factory. one that had it's the factory compound. burned down? No, no, that was, was um, uh, AJ. That was uh, two years ago. Fuente, 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 Fuente in what, not a factory. It was just a. It was just a, I think one of the curing barns. Yeah. Um, but no, Rocky's open. I mean, it's not like I said. It's not a factory. It's it's a compound. Oh really? And it's gonna be. He's gonna be able to produce sixty thousand cigars per day. Oh jeez. My gosh. Think about that. That's over two million, even with a few days off, or twenty million. In in a year, twenty That's million nuts. more cigars you'll be able to get. Now Rocky's already got ten thousand four hundred and twelve SKUs. <laughs> he needs a couple more. Is that a legitimate number? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it, uh, but it honestly <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if that no. was his legitimate. No, but he number. does have probably. You know, I mean, he's got the he's edge, got the edge Toro, the edge one hundred. <laughs> yes, but you know, to him to be able to create more, what that's going to do is it's going to help him. Not only make more of his own cigars, but also contract out more cigar brands. So just like in whiskey where you get sourced whiskey, cigars are sourced a lot of times too from factories where you know someone goes in and says, I need I want you to blend this cigar with me and I wanna maybe they want to blend it themselves. 
but a factory still has to make it. This is going to allow Rocky to do that for sure. a lot of small brands where that was going away a little bit because no one could keep up with their own yeah. brand. And uh, th- that's a smart move for Rocky. He's going to be contract making cigars like oh. crazy. And I'm sure he's going to expand his own lines. I don't know why he wouldn't with that sort of output. But there are so many brands that are having to find different factories to roll. And they'll yep. just all turn to Rocky. And you know what? Rocky Cigars Construction, fantastic. It is, yeah. It's just absolutely fantastic construction. It's not always my flavor palette, but, you know, if they're doing blending and he's just contract making them for him, it's going to be great. It, a guy it, like Rocky. It would be a good move for any, any brand to have him make their cigars. Exactly. And a guy like Rocky has access to any tobacco he wants in the world. Now, he may not be able to buy it all, but he's going to be able to find it. He'll get it one way or another. He'll get it. Yeah, yeah. so... He's pretty um, good at that. So that was, kind of, that was kind of a cool story to hear this week. But um, a couple of cigars are coming out, too. I know um, Aladino has released their their cigar coming out for TPE, which is coming up, I think, this next week. Um, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it is. It's it's week. Week. Yeah. So um, they're they're bringing out their the Candela and a Toro. Oh, nice. So cool. they're okay, doing cool. the Toro yeah. Candela. That seemed to um, go over really well anyways. It so. did, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still wish they wouldn't put it out for St. Patty's Day, but you know what? Is that what they're going to do again this year? It is. TPE is right <laughs> before St. Patty's Day, so, um, so yeah, it is what it is. I love I love you, Aladino. I think you make fantastic cigars, but I think you're literally just pigeonholing your cigar well, into... And I will say, a lot of people think that way anyway. They're not going to smoke yeah, a, green. a green cigar unless yeah. it's St. Patty's Day. Like a filthy hooligan. It is what it is. And honestly, a filthy to, hooligan like, is on a different level. That's not a... It's yeah, but that's what they market it to. Yeah, yeah, it is. So that one's coming out. That's going to be fun. Um, the Mil Diaz, Mil Diaz is coming out with their Maduro. Maduro. Yeah, I can't wait to try that because all the things you love about Mil Diaz with a dark, more full body wrapper on. Like, yeah, let's go. We talked about it a little bit last yep. week, and it was interesting that they have changed some of the filler um, components. The interesting part about it is that they changed some of the filler components, changed the wrapper, but are still going out of their way to call it Mildeus. Yeah. So it's uh, it's promising to me. I also wonder just how it's going to stack up with the normal Mildeus, but I will for sure be uh, one to try it. Yes. That will well, not be a hard buy for yeah. me. That just, that <laughs> just tells me that what they're looking to do is, you know, Mildeus is by far their best-selling cigar ever. It's delicious. It's, and it's really good. What it tells me is they're looking to make a brand behind Mill DS. Which I don't know why they wouldn't previously. It, I mean, they kind of they kind of have. They've done the Marinitos, which had a slightly different blend. Yeah. So they've kind of done that on limited editions. But now but not we're talking about editions. shelf staples. Yes. That this will be one of their biggest lines to date. And it's a great idea. Um might as well take the cigar that's satisfying most of your customer base and give them another variation. Just tweak yeah. it a little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and with yeah, that, like, with that, I think, I think it was going to have a broadleaf wrapper if I'm not mistaken. I think so. The new Maduro. Um, so with that, that should just add a, yep. maybe one tick up in strength. Chocolate. A little more of those dark chocolate, chocolatey yeah. notes to it. So yeah, that was the Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Ecuadorian Habano binder and fillers from the three different regions. It's going to be chocolate raisin brand. Mm. It sounds delicious to it me. It does to me too. Yeah. <laughs> does it, me too. It, it is interesting. Uh, that choice to get rid of, I'm pretty sure it's a Peruvian component in the, 
original Mildias. It's either Peru or Costa Rican. I th- I'm thinking Peru. But they got getting rid of that is super interesting to me, especially on that um, on that thing. But maybe it just wasn't doing that much, and maybe it was overpowered by by the rapper, and they decided to do um, something different. Are you? F- I'm looking at yeah, the blend on it. Yeah, you're fact checking me. That no, I'm that, just I'm curious if it's no. Please do. <laughs> I care now we want to know. Yeah, now I'm interested because yeah, we'll see what gets come I up. Feel like you said it was Peru at one point. So I, I'm sticking with that. I think so, but uh, I that is not something that I have for sure committed to memory. Costa Rica, Costa yeah. Rica. Oh. I thought wow. I was co- I was wow. thinking Costa Rica when you said that. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, which co- Peruvian's a little bit more herbal? Costa yeah. Rica's a little bit brighter. Totally. So can you get those? Like, will they send you samples before you take on a shipment of those? Hey, Jake. Or will they reach out? Hey, Jake. 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 We need some samples, Jake. Jake. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Um, well, well if, it's coming out, if, if it's coming out of TPE, no. Because we won't see him until after TPE. But you'll be able to get some at TPE. Yeah, I'm not going TPE. Okay. We're going PCA. PCA. Um, but I don't know. I can't remember if this one's coming out of TPE or PCA. Um, because they're yeah, only a month apart. TPE. Is it? Okay. Yeah, that one was coming from TPE. So that's what's going to be kind of hard for a lot of brands are deciding what they're going to bring out. If they're going to bring out anything at TPE, are they going to hold it till PCA? What that's going to do? Because it's going to require them, if they do for both, it's going to require them to bring out two new cigars and... Hopefully they're not waiting until you know fall and you know winter to actually send them out because everyone's sure. gonna be waiting until spring or from spring on. So hopefully we're able to get them right away. I think from what I heard, Mill DS for sure is coming um, right after TPE. Um, the the Candela Toro from Aladino will be coming out obviously before. February what seventeenth or whatever it is. Yeah. So, do you think uh, brands will release all at one show or the other, or do you think a lot of them are going to split their releases between the shows so that they have something new and shiny and keep people's attention? I think they have, I think they have to split them. Yeah. Well, so um, you have so to have some shiny this year in Vegas this in year. Vegas. Okay, so well, last, last year in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Well, not last year in Vegas, but last year for the next few years. For, in yeah. Vegas. The change venue. I was going to say if it's in a different. Demographic, then maybe split your portfolio between based on your your clientele. But yeah, I mean, but it's all they got so much coming out. Yeah, it's, yeah, shops and and you know places like that that are coming from all over the country. Anyway, actually, all over the world, people come from all over the world. Didn't for this PCA show. limit um, like public access the last couple of years? They did. So they, like they actually well, allowed some people in. At one point, they decided they wanted to open up and have a consumer day. Yeah. But then just which honestly, and nothing wrong with having consumers come to a show. That's not what the not shows for are for. Yeah. Trade shows are to sell it to people who are gonna sell your product. Sure. Yeah. And that's what this is a trade show. Yeah. It's not really a consumer show. It'd be like Big Red Liquors event. We went down there to taste all the liquor. Well, you know what? They also have trade shows where the liquor people go to to sell directly to the people that are buying the products to sell them to consumers. So yeah. it is what it is. Um this really wasn't ever designed to be a show for like a public. Yeah. Well, because I mean, think about it too. You know, if I'm I'm a guy and I'm a small shop, I make very little money, and I can only be out there one day or a day and a half, and you I'm get in overshadowed there. Overshadowed by people. Well, you got fifty people waiting in line to meet Nick Perdomo. Yeah. 
and you're like, I just want to buy cigars from Nick Perdomo. We can't get to me because he's talking to his consumers, which sure. he should because those are the people smoking the cigars. So and it's like, it, and it separates them. So most of the um, the brands would rather not have that so that they can be focused on sales. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And it would be different and it would be looked at differently if it was a direct to consumer model from any of these companies. It yeah. would make sense to have a consumer day if they were able to sell cigars on their websites and, you know, if, but, if that was a predominant thing for them. But it's just not. But that's what the that's what the big smokes are for. Yeah. That's what the whiskey and cigar fest are for. That's what the yeah. barn smokers are for. And there's plenty for. of them. They're oh, all there over are. the country. That's what those are for, for consumers to go and meet brands. That's that's what there should be. This is just a trade show. But I think a, uh, a lot of the YouTube cigar influencers have kind of glamorized these shows and created them into something that they really weren't supposed to be. Like As yeah. much as I love uh, Cigars Daily, like his... His uh, trade show vlogs are cool, and it's like, oh, he gets to meet all these people. It's like, yeah, he's still a shop. Yeah, yeah, he, he's not just hanging out with people. Like that dude is putting in large orders, and he's getting discounts because he's doing it there at the trade show. Yep, exactly. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think it's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to being there and meeting a lot of people that I've only talked to on the phone. So it'll be a good time. We're looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I like it. Cool. What are you getting out of your second third here? It's kicking up in strength for me. There's a little bit of spice actually at the front of the tongue. Um, And the retrohale is bringing in a little bit of a red pepper note for me. I'm not quite there yet. Mine's still pretty much just baking spices. A little bit of a, a little bit of a, like a white pepper tingle on the tongue a little bit. Maybe that's it, Mm -hmm. but nothing major yet. Mm. Um, But I'm, I'm still, I'm just, just approaching the second third, not quite there yet. The Camus for me is leaning into some of those like marshmallowy toasty notes. Still has that like red fruit thing. I'm. Uh, it sounds goofy to not call it grape, but it's not distinctly grape for sure. me. Um, it really is more blackberry to me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I love blackberries and uh, a little bit of a cherry quality in there too. And almost yeah. more like the Luxardo. I see like oh, yeah. a dark, like yeah. a dry Luxardo. Yeah. With like uh, leathery notes. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. But, really it, but that's just really hanging on for me on the tongue. And then going back to the cigar after it, it's adding that little bit of spice quality, which is really nice. I have never you enjoyed. Some, like, red meat qualities between the two together. Yeah. 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 I, guess, like, yeah. I get a little bit of with the Criollo kind of gives me some of those. Like meat flavors. Speaking of Definitely meat, spice. this would be this would be an amazing pour to have with a nice steak. steak. Yeah. Oh, I have amazing. Uh, I had a uh, dry aged ribeye oh. and a pour of Camus one time, and I was just in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I went home and I smoked a knuckle sandwich Maduro, and I was just like, "Yep, it's a great night. Yeah, <laughs> it's <was> fantastic." <laughs> Speaking of knuckle sandwich, his birthday was two days ago. Yeah. So. He'll be releasing it here in the next. 56. Do we yeah. want to talk about his Instagram live where he forgot what day he was coming to blend? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, honestly, though, he yeah. he does. Some he he pays he someone to keep track of this. Somebody forgot to write. I know for sure. Yeah. It's a uh, poor guy. Yeah, he's it's just funny to me. Like that guy. <laughs> he 
He's big. He's a big deal, man. He he is a big deal. He has a huge cover charge, and that's why you have to pay to get into his event at Flint. Well, it just is what it is. It's not just the cover charge. It's an it's a ticketed event. Honestly, if you have Guy Fieri coming, you have to do a ticketed event. Yeah, you Anybody can't you can't be open yeah. up to the public because you will Rando's going to show up. Well, and... everyone's going to show up just for a chance to to meet him. Yeah, and but but I mean the hundred dollars you're paying for that. Take it. It's still it a great deal. You a meal. You're getting a, you're getting a meal. You're getting some of the Santo tequila, which he's a part of. You're getting um, you get to stick with it. You're getting one of the knuckle sandwich cigars. I don't know which um, one. Um, Fifty six. Probably. You not. know what? It could be. It could, could be. be. I mean, probably isn't. But it could probably be. not. But it could be. Um, oh, it's three hundred. No, I thought it was a hundred. Uh, I think there was two levels. Oh, there, there was, might so be two levels. Like, okay. GA is, oh, that's is right. more of so hundred you're probably getting like a cigar and a get, pour. I think you get like five sticks a pour and a and you probably get more of a meet and greet. You get with like an air high guy. five. Like you don't yeah, <laughs> you don't get a handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Nucks. Yeah, nucks. That's it. Elbow. Elbow. Yeah. <laughs> you get to pass him in the hallway. I just I just want to go there and uh drink Santo with him and him tell me about how I'm taking a trip to Flavortown. Flavortown. <laughs> I'd be scared to hear that in person. You know, I saw, I saw a, what was it? Demystify Flavor Town for you. <laughs> yeah. I saw somebody uh, talking about that. It was actually, it was a cigar um, media, cigar media is who it was. I know exactly who it was now. I won't throw them under the bus, but they were talking about the knuckle sandwich and how he, how everything behind his brand is actually not even owned by him. It's owned by a corporation. So the name Flavor Town, and this guy said, the name Flavortown, they can't throw that on the box anywhere. I'm like, it's on every freaking box on the bottom. It says made in Flavortown, <laughs> yeah. every one of them. Flip it so over. this guy was not paying attention, let's mm. put it that way. Well, I just don't even know how you could make a statement like that on a Cigar News account <laughs> or blog or whatever and then just put it out and not having done your research. Like, I, I am sure he owns the corporation that owns Flavortown. The guy has his hand in everything. Everything. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he even has his hand in Liquid Death. Like there Does are he so, really? I wouldn't surprise me. I, uh, I so many like I know Burt Kreischer has his hand in Liquid like Death. Ten, yeah, yeah, there's like ten major celebrities that are really? involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, serious. And it's water. It's water in a freaking can. <laughs> but it's not even it, that good. If guy it's, told you that he had his hand in Liquid Death, you'd be like, ah. That makes sense. Must be special. No. It's Just water. like, that adds yeah. up. It's water. Yeah, that adds up. <laughs> it's from a tap in Napa Valley. Yeah, if you look at the bottom, it says Flavor Town on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> taste, man, I taste all the water in this. Mm. The only thing that I do appreciate about Liquid Death is it's bringing uh, sparkling water to more gas stations. <laughs> That's true, because like, a like, lot of the other stuff is going away now. It is. Like, you can't find Perrier in most gas stations or uh, San Pellegrino. Which, as goofy as this sounds, like, I just drink sparkling water all the time. I bought a soda stream just to make sparkling water at my house. Uh, I got to try that. So, so, uh, I am very thankful for um, Liquid Death being in gas stations. And, like, their their flavors are good. Um, Mango Chainsaw being... (laughs) It's the only one I've tried. The Mango Chainsaw. I, I like it. They had some like tea variations that are pretty bad, but I think they know that because so I tell haven't you seen them around in Jen, a while. Jen makes fun of me all the time for doing this too. Yeah. I, I'm notorious for opening a sparkling water and then letting it go flat, <laughs> which like 
defeats the purpose <laughs> defeats of the a purpose of water. it. Definitely does. But have you ever done that? Like it, it is a different flavor than just drinking a flavored water. It is. Yeah. So to me, a non-sparkling, sparkling flavored water is really good. <laughs> Get ready for this hot take here. Is that called water? <laughs> <laughs> this fool will open a sparkling water, take a sip. Sit it on his nightstand and go to bed and wait to wake up in the middle of the night to drink it so that it's not bubbly. He wants a not bubbly, bubbly water. It's ridiculous. That's funny. It's really good. I, I urge you to try a non-bubbled bubble water. <laughs> not, it, maybe it's a Kevin, different flavor. Maybe you just have uh, bad water at your house. Maybe you should... I paid a lot of money you for that filter. filter. Say, I've, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've had RO you water. sprayed it all over the kitchen. <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> it's aggressive. It's very aggressive. Yeah, actually, I, I've had RO water in my my old house, and we moved it to the new house for 30-plus years. Like, when RO water was so stupid expensive to get in your house, we, got, we had it. Love RO water. Hey, hey, Rob, if you're rich, just say that. <laughs> no, no, it was an, it was not an option because Pendleton water is the it most is mineral. Bad. Oh my, minerally gosh. and all that the was fluoride. the hardest part about oh. moving here was the the change in the water. Yeah, I mean, we could drink water out of the just the faucet in Louisville. And it's limestone. It's Kentucky limestone. 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 Kentucky. <laughs> so like we didn't have we didn't have the what's the salt thing the yeah, soft, we didn't softener. have a water softener. Yeah. We didn't have RO machines. Like, and then we moved here, and like you drink the water out of the faucet, and you get a chunk of ice, and you're like, "This is dog shit." Oh, <laughs> this is terrible. Everything up here, they had to they had to throw all that that shit in there to make it better for you. Like, yeah. let's throw fluoride Alkaline in there, fluoride which is by the way, it's poisoning. Yeah. They're turning let's the throw, freaking frogs. They're <laughs> turning the frog gay. <laughs> But they threw that in there because it's supposed to help your teeth. I'm like, yeah, but it's killing you from the inside out. It's fine, though. It's Look, fine. everything causes cancer, okay? It does. It does. Everything does. Except for Camus wine. Except for Camus wine. And cigars. Um, also. Actually, cigars are extremely carcinogenic. Well, yeah, just don't inhale it. You're fine. Yeah, yeah don't do that. No, it's a... Max Crosby. We, we did put an RO tap in our house, and you can find a lot of those under-sink kits on Amazon now. And yeah, we've been rocking one of those for like six months. What did that and, run you? An uh, Amazon one? Yeah, they're like actually 200 not, bucks. Yeah, they're actually oh, pretty cheap. Yeah, I got reamed. I paid oh, yeah. way more than that. Is it just an under-sink kit? Yeah, but it's got the five-gallon jug. It's got two filters. It runs the fridge, the, the okay. faucet. And the, I am just running too, a, yeah. a tap, and it's got a... It's got a three-gallon jug under. Like we got the eight-gallon in drawers. Yeah, eight gallon. like five. But yeah. when it's out, it's out. Like there's. See, we never eight, run out because the eight-gallon. Yeah, never. Which eight-gallon was great when we had five of us living at home. Yeah. Now it's two of us. We're like. Well, like we're it filling never up water out. bottles. We're filling up gallon jugs for the dogs. That's we what we do too. For the dogs. I keep. Yep. So I just started working out in Fountaintown. If you don't know where that is, neither did I until I started working there. Kind of like so Ingles. I live near there. Kind of like yeah. Ingles. Until you yeah, go there, you don't know where it is. Yeah, I live near there. Um, but I've been trying to. I've been making coffee in my office, and I started using the water there, and I was like, this is not going to work. Did your machine clog up yet? No, it didn't. So uh, I just bought a, a gallon jug from the grocery store, That's used nice. it up, and then I keep taking it home and filling it with my RO water yeah. and just keeping it there. When, when we still had the house in Kentucky, Jen would send me with gallon jugs to mule water back here for him. <laughs> Before we had yeah. the RO machine, she would just send you with 
That and my trunk ridiculous. was just full of water. I was just pedaling water well, back and forth. When we when we opened up here, my my water guy had him put in an RO system for us, yeah. which we had to have RO going into the humidifier. It just it it fixes all your problems. Sure. Just use that. But I had to have him do that that split, which is. 35, 40 foot of hose. Yeah. Another 25, 30 foot over to here. For the ice maker and the for, water. Not for the oh, ice maker. You, you can't, can't use do an, it ice, in makers. an ice maker. Really? Yeah. I, I don't get it, but you can't. No you, way. You have to use regular water and then filter it with a different type of filter for ice. Maybe that's why our filter costs so much then, because we ran ours <laughs> through the water supply, through the fridge for the ice maker and. Well, the mine goes faucet. into my fridge to make for water, but there's another filter that actually filters, that goes, goes that into well. that. It's yeah. RO water, but it has to be filtered for some reason. I don't know if there's some kind of a mineral in there that will so actually does mess still it up. run through the filter in the fridge? Yeah. So yours bypasses that? Yeah. So, like, I'm I'll sure that fridge that filter, filter isn't doing much. No. Yeah. Like, no. by the time it gets through an RO system, like, that's... I think Pretty. mine's five-stage before it goes into the RO tank. For 220 on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I, that's I, what pisses me off. My first one, I think we paid like five grand. <laughs> like five hundred dollars. Yeah. Five and then twenty six hundred for and, the uh, And the filters. Yeah. She says it's only three hundred for you. Yeah. The softener will get you. I'm not responsible for the bills. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Very clearly. 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 <laughs> There's no doubt in our mind that okay. you're not yeah. responsible for numbers it. are hard. Okay. Numbers yeah. are numbers so are okay. hard sometimes. It's okay. It's, but the, way, the package collectively is hard. We did get another an, another new whiskey. It's not new, but yeah. we did get the Jack um bonded rye. Oh good. Okay. Oh, okay. I was curious if that I still haven't up. even tried That's that. good stuff. Yeah. We can well, we're drinking wine today. No, I'm not gonna drink it today. Um but it's really good. Um I wonder if it'll replace Rittenhouse for me. I love Rittenhouse rye. I need to make you a cocktail. I need to make him a cocktail with the... Uh, oh, the one you made us the other day? What was that called? Uh, the What was the... Pikesville rye. Yeah, with... Uh, yeah, with, Pikesville is grown up Rittenhouse. I love Pikesville. So, so you do Pikesville rye and use that for the rye in your Toronto? Yeah. That's what Fireball should have been. It literally tastes like a cinnamon disc. That's wild. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was pretty good. It actually was pretty good. It was actually pretty good. So there was all it was all the fireball, no regret. So Pikesville (laughs) and Rittenhouse are the exact same rye mash bill from uh, Heaven Hill at two different proof points and two different age statements. I think Pikesville is a oh, I might be six. (sighs) You may be right. Six year. I don't fact check me. Pikesville. Pikesville. Yeah, I've got it in the bag. I think it's six. Um, Don't fact check me on that. Don't just yeah. Fact Whatever, check. but uh, Rittenhouse is just age stated at four. I love Rittenhouse for all of my cocktail uh, pleasures, but uh, Pikesville will do the exact same job, and it's proofier. So it's and like two different moods for me. It's just it so six. much cinnamon, yeah. so much cinnamon. So Mike, yeah. fact check me. It's six. It's, it's six. six. Yeah. Yes, it is. I know my rhymes. <laughs> Confirmed. So have you guys heard of any new anything new in the whiskey world? Coming out, I know man. we're getting to that time of year, man. People are starting to do it. I mean, we had the 1924 come out from Old Forester. I, I really so think that we are at the end of it because most of them will do their big releases O and D, but never, not not hardly at the beginning of the year unless they're releasing line staples. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and they're not like most of the other stuff. That's it's just gonna uh, like a batch two of a finish. Gotcha. So, like. 
most, you know, there's, what was the one? Um, I can't remember. It's coming out in March. It's going to be batch two. I think it was one of the, uh, one of the Penelope's. Oh, the, uh, the next architect maybe coming out. I, I think it might've been that one that they said was going to be around March or April. It could have been Rio. That's what it was. It was Rio. It was yeah. Rio. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here's what it, it is. It's good. Have you but, tried Rio? No. Okay. I've got I have, one. I, I, you really? Yeah, I'll bring one in. That's cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. Imagine. It's Amberana. It's fine. Yeah. It's Amberana and honey. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, but, honey. Did you see the Good Times release? No. The Amberana and honey oh, with a triple wax dip from a, some club. Yeah. That they, <laughs> like, come on, guys. <laughs> they are notorious for just absolutely tatering out those bottles. Oh, my bottles. God. Um, and the funny thing is to me is how widely known it is that Good Times is actively flavoring their whiskeys yeah. and how they still move on secondary groups. Yeah. I truly believe that most whiskey consumers do not like whiskey. I just don't think that they do. They would rather something flavored. And yeah. you know what? That's okay, but I, I just call it spade a spade. But that, <laughs> but that does make sense with a lot of – a lot of, especially through from COVID on, a lot of younger people have gotten into whiskey, and it's like it's hard to jump into a, a high proof straight bourbon, straight rye, whatever. But you're talking like one, one twelve, one sixteen proof, a uh, kiwi banana strawberry flavored bourbon from MGP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like there's a mint there, and he got me. <laughs> yeah. No, they had a watermelon brandy finished Pass. one. There's no watermelon brandy. No, it just it doesn't exist. It does not work. Uh, it, it's just funny to me. I, actually, that should be a segment that you guys do. It's just scrolling good times uh, Instagram we'll for page. Jen. Hey, Jen. Rest for you. Fill her up. Okay, so Good Times Bourbon. What what have they come out with? Uh, Mexican Vanilla Blueberry Finish. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, this is their Honey Cigar. So finished. Oh, okay. So it is a Cognac, Armagnac, and Oloroso Sherry, and Honey Cask Finish. Mm. Um, let's go. Creamsicle Cask Finish. Hawaiian Honey Cask Finish. You know, I love my Creamsicles Barrel Age. <laughs> <laughs> Toasted honey apple cask finish. <laughs> Cookies and cream <laughs> cask finish. So this is a single barrel straight bourbon whiskey finished in two unique char five American white oak, Mexican vanilla, and cacao casks. Mexican vanilla amberana cask Ooh, finish. Nice. Oh, All here, right, so we're here, doing a good time segment. Here's a good uh, one. Here's a good one. Neapolitan cask finish. <laughs> oh, nice. Again, the ice cream barrel barrel for age, yeah. man, is delicious. So this is a single barrel straight bourbon whiskey finished in strawberry brandy, Mexican vanilla, and cacao cask. Oh, my God. Um, the, the thing is with them. Again, strawberry brandy is not a thing. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is with them is when they do something that they call cigar cask finish, they're normally pretty good. Um, because they are copying the Magnus recipe, and you're getting decently aged MGP yeah. on it. I tried. Uh, uh, Brandon had a bottle of it. I tried. I'm like, it's actually pretty good. It's, it's pretty not good. Joseph Magnus good. 
It was actually pretty good. It wasn't great. I didn't try that one. It was actually. It is decent. also typically one hundred fifty dollars compared to two twenty nine. Yeah, two thirty yeah. last time I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. Some of their but again, good times one hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you MGP, act like baby. that's not all that. That's not their price for everything. I know. I know. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize good <laughs> times is that expensive. Yeah, dude. Standard now. They good are. Good times. Come They're on, absolutely crazy. Mexican vanilla blueberry finish. I don't. And they did an amberana honey. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm good on that. This is yeah. Mexican Neapolitan raspberry. Oh, it's a it's a good old times rye. Oh, good old times. Yeah, non chill filtered. Um, and it is. Wait, 108 wait. Proof. If you're using ice cream, it can't be non chill filtered. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, well, at this point, I appreciate the fact that they've like embraced the oh, memes. Look at us, yeah. Hey, like, like like you've said before, all publicity can be good. Yeah, it can. <laughs> like, literally, there is an ice cream cone on this label that got approved by the TTB. Like, I, <laughs> and some look, of the other look things at the back label on that. Too much to kids, yeah. That's uh, look at the back label that's on colorful. this. <laughs> Some dude with an ice cream cone and a sombrero. And Washington. I think that's racist. <laughs> like that's racist. Yeah. It's uh, uh, that's pretty rough. That's funny. Have you heard of the old Commonwealth distillery? I have heard of it. I don't know anything about that? it. I haven't had anything from them, but I have heard about it. So supposedly they're coming back. Okay. Um, I what, think- what were they most known for? I think they did the last batch of Stitzel Weller stuff, like Julian okay. Van Winkle, third, second, maybe the third, was was running that at the time, and I'm pretty sure they did the last batch of Stitzel Weller at at Old Commonwealth. Um, so I'd have to say it'd be something from the Van Winkle line, originally, uh, when it was still Stitzel Weller. Yeah. Um, they closed. I don't know when, but they've been closed for. 20 years maybe it's been it's been a long time but a group of guys in in uh from louisville ended up buying the distillery and are experimenting with uh honey so (laughs) their their first sourced of course but one of them is uh a honey finish so that made me think of that so I would imagine six it, to seven they're months. far removed from anything Stitzel Weller at this point. Oh, yeah. No, I think like yeah. the last one was like 1968 or something yeah. um, before they moved over. Uh, their probably, website's still up. Like it's 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 running. They've got yeah. they've got their mash. Well, they've got their sourced yeah. product and, yeah. and they're, you know, experimenting with finished stuff. So, again, they're doing finish. MGP or Barton finished in honey or it could be oh, Dickel no. finished in honey. Uh, yeah, so which we'll I'm not happens, sure Dickel would do well with honey. I don't think they would. I think that's a bad move. I I couldn't do it. Rob, what's what's coming up in the shop? Well, so um, this Thursday, after this is after this airs, Thursday February the first. That is this coming Thursday, right? Yep. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, Cigar one on one starting. Um, again, like we've said before, it's not going to be a class. We're just going to be talking. It's going to be a conversation. I know I've already got several people said they're going to be here for all four weeks, um, seven to eight. If we run over, that's great. 
it could be done in half an hour. Who knows? Um, but we're going to sit down. You go and you grab your cigar, get you a pour of something, sit down, and we're just going to talk talk about you know this first week, cutting and lighting and etiquette, some, yeah. just some basics. Um, we'll get into some more in-depth stuff as the month goes by. We got you know the, the 1st, the 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd. Um, so every, you know, every week's going to be a little bit different. We're just going to see how it goes. So that's going to be a really fun conversation with anybody who wants to come out. Don't feel like you have to be a brand new person, you know, into cigars. If you just want to come and hang out with a few people that are going to ask questions, just, just come out and hang out. Also, if you're uh, newer to the shop and you're looking to make shop friends, this is a great place to poach them. It is. You're talking about guys that are just getting into cigars or just getting into cigars here, trying to learn uh, shop etiquette and all of those things. Well, and not only that, too, you know, I think um, Scott DeShong said as long as he's in town, he's going to be here, too. He's been smoking cigars probably probably 20 years, so it's not anything new to him, too. So there'll be other people. And honestly, like I said, this is going to be more of a conversation, so other people can kind of share. You know, like I'll, I'll talk about the different types of cuts. Well, someone might say, I prefer a V cut. Why do, and I ask, why do you prefer a V cut? And we can talk about the differences between those and why you may want like one over another. Stuff like that will be great. You the know, only one people. that's wrong is a punch cut. No, I'm just kidding. It, it's again, really whatever you prefer. And honestly, I was going to say the crown cut. But. The crown cut? Yeah. I, I have. But some people like that too. Some you know? cigars have a tight draw and I will crown cut them. Yeah. Sometimes you but, have to. But it's more out of Asylum. function than always doing right, it. Right. So, yeah. So, cigar 101 coming up. Um, we still, and I'm I'm surprised at this. We still have a few tickets for the Jackie. Oh wow, really? Event. I thought those were gone. February 25th. Um, so if it's something you want to do, um, if you want to get to know Jackie, um, go on. I think it's Amazon Prime. Is that where um, Neat is? I think so. I think it was Prime. I think it might be available on on HBO too. It might be. I, I just watch it, so I know I know it's either on Prime or, or Netflix. Because I've got those two. Um, Jackie, there's a segment that, that Jackie's going around to bars and talking to some of the bartenders. Kind of get to know her personality a little bit behind it. Um, and honestly, that's just a great show, period. Um, but you get to get know her a little bit. But come in, sign up for that event. It's 150 bucks. It's going to be a private event on a Sunday night. You're going to be able to taste through, you know, the senses that she's trying to get you to pull out. It's going to make your palate better no matter how long you've been into whiskey. So, Definitely get in on that. Sensory training. <clears throat> Sensory training. Um, we do have some other events coming up. Um, this, this is kind of news to me, but I guess we're doing a Super Bowl party on Super Bowl. I guess I'm so, working yeah. late that night. A uh, big game party. Big big game party. Big game party. It's it's a super game, something, whatever. So apparently we're doing that. So super big bowl game. <laughs> so if you're if you're coming in here, ask Lisa about it because this is her baby. Because I didn't know we were doing that. Um, we've got playing foosball. Foosball. Foosball's the devil. Foosball the devil. <laughs> oh, what a great dude! I watched that the other day. I laughed so freaking hard. My God, that's a great movie. What were you watching? Water Boy. You ever seen Water Boy? No, huh? Oh my Adam God, Sandler? dude. You gotta watch really? it. Oh, man. The foosball's the devil. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Adam Sandler. Oh my god, this is this is this is his classic. That's why movie. I didn't respond to any of the memes. That I, he get, was I get it. I get. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. literally did not know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> I like college and I like football and I like the boobies. <laughs> she showed me the boobies. She showed me the boobies. I like, like it too. There All you right. go. Um, it's a great movie, man. And okay. then we have um, February 29th, which is the week of our. 
two-year anniversary. We've got um, Tyler from Espinosa coming in. We're doing Heck an Espinosa yeah. event. Um, I will tell you, we're going to be running some great deals that day. You'll be able to get some of these, like the ZDT. And if you've seen the the presentation on that, it's in a, it's a jar Ace. humidor. Um, yeah, ceramic the Las Ace Provincia ZDT ceramic jar humidor with t- twenty cigars. We'll have those even on sale. So you be able to get those. What sixteenth? McAuliffe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hadn't gone back to that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the sixteenth, we're having Al McAuliffe and um, Jeremy's going to be coming in. Jeremy's the rep. Um, they're going to be coming in here, and we're going to be able to meet Al. Al's been in this industry for quite a while, even though the brand's not been. You know, long. He has a great story. I'm not going to share it here. I want I want him to share the story. So get in here on the 16th. You'll be able to get in on some great deals. If you haven't had the McAuliffe Black yet, you need to. It's freaking delicious. And we got I'm tons sure of them. that cigar will be on sale. Oh, they and that will. That just be. makes it even better of a yep. deal. And you know, by that time, I don't know. No, we won't have the blue yet. The blue's not coming out to till the next event. Um, but yes, February 27th through March the 1st is our, the entire week is our two-year anniversary week. So we'll be running specials and doing some fun stuff there. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of stuff coming up. We're getting into kind of event season, so we're getting excited about that. Heck yeah. yeah. A lot going on. A lot sure going is. on. A lot yeah. going on in this area. Yeah. There's, yeah. you know, got All-Star Week coming up, so that's bringing a lot of people into town. So we'd like to see some people here from that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. We'd and you know, go like down to the airport and just throw out a bunch of stickers and see who picks them up. <laughs> yeah, like like you do in Vegas. Yeah, we'll show. We'll have pictures of Mike doing this with his. Yeah, like that. yeah. I got one of those from the, from, uh, the five hundred. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> nice. From me and Scott. Oh, I'll print that out. Put it on a sticker. <laughs> that would go. be good. Throw it out. It would be good. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot lot of stuff coming up. We're we're real excited about our two year. Um, it's it's hard to believe it's been two years already. It just doesn't seem like it should have been it's crazy been fast. Long. So fast. That means I've been here this long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been here. It's wild. You I've were here, here early on. Longer. Yeah. Yeah. First couple of months. I've been here more than two years. I was here when uh, you were here when Inception. we didn't have anything in here. Yeah. Rob and I sat out in the parking lot on lawn chairs and smoked cigars and shared a bunch of pours. Yeah. It was a blast. But uh, you saw something cool this week at one of the games you were working. I did. Some do. I did. Yeah. Won so a special bottle. A 15 year pappy. Nice. It's putt for pappy. So yeah, at the University of Louisville, um, they do uh, putt for pappy every once in a while. Usually just like once a year. And what? Where were you working that day? At the Yum Center. I was in Louisville. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we were doing men's basketball. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you say it like that? Well, they well. They're not that great this year. <laughs> it was an amazing game until like the last four minutes of the second half. I mean, we had the lead at one point. Yeah. Against Duke. It was crazy. And we're a bad team. And like, you were, we're very bad. You were directing up top? Or? I was technical director. So yeah. I was in the studio watching it from afar. But we had within five points with four minutes to go. We lost by 20. So talk, <laughs> uh, talk about putt for Pappy yeah. because I think this is 98 feet was this putt on hardwood through a hole in a Pappy yeah. sign. Wow. It's incredible. So they give you two chances. If you miss the first one, you get moved up to like 40 foot from the half court line. But so do you get a Pappy seven and a half year? If you no, no you, get the same, you get the same one, which I always complained about. Yeah. You should get 
lesser. Give him yeah. a lot B or something. Yeah. yeah. A lot B. Yeah. But no, a guy lesser. drained it from 98 feet. Yeah. Just first shot it's right down the middle. Crazy. Dude went nuts. That's awesome. I'll share the video. It's crazy. So what are your chances of doing that? Do you think your chances of making that shot are as good as if you were to, uh, you know, just walk in on any random day at a liquor store and find a Pappy 15? Like, how many people have you seen do that? And how long? Three. Three? I've been there for my 11th year, and three people have hit it. Wow. wow. In, in total. Like, I think only one other person has hit it from the full court range, and then one person hit it from half court. So, still amazing nonetheless, because like, yeah. nobody hits the half court shot. Somebody yeah. at University of Kentucky hit a half court shot the other day for 10 grand. Yeah. But, you know, nobody hits that. And even if they do, they try to pull it back because they don't want to pay you. Right. Like, yeah. It yeah. always makes me think of Jackie Moon in... Uh, what is that movie? Semi Pro. You seen that one? Will uh, Ferrell. Oh, no, it's hilarious. All right. So they're trying. That's uh, in like the seventies. There, all these basketball teams are trying to merge into the NBA, and uh, the their team is the Flint Tropics, and they're all falling out of the league, and they're trying to dissolve everyone. Like so Flint, Michigan. Yeah. The tropics. Yeah. <laughs> the tropics. <laughs> the tropics. Yes, the Flint Tropics. Yes, where they good. had the water issues. Yes. Yeah. So Jackie Moon is Will Ferrell, and he has this big check presentation to some dude. You know, he has to hit a half-court shot, and he hits the shot. And he gives him this big check. That's all he gives him. Yeah. He doesn't actually pay him. He just gives him a big check. Take that to the bank and try yeah. to cash so he it. He comes back to the next game. He's like, Jackie, I can't cash this check, man. Can I just get, like, a regular-sized check? He's like, no, that one's good. That one's good. Like, that's good. They you, won't take it. They won't take it. They won't it. take it. <laughs> so they always try to jip you out of something. Uh -huh. But, yeah, the putt for Pappy was – that's awesome. It was cool to see. It's cool I to mean, see someone actually win that. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's not near as cool as the the kid that hit the the um, the shot at the fuel game and won, you know, Penn Station cigar or Penn Station cigar, <laughs> Penn Station sandwiches for a year. Oh, it's not that cool. Yeah, it's not that cool. But it's cool. <laughs> yeah, equal value. <laughs> Probably is about equal value. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is. It's pretty goofy, but Penn Station goes hard. Like I do like Penn Station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Pacers. Yeah, Can Pacers you do buy one get one. Penn Station oh. for a year, yeah. dude. Dude, so um, I was listening to uh, Tony Katz Finger Show. He he drinks smoke, and they were talking about um, Applebee's, and it was last week they released out. They were going to do it on. I think they were going to do it on a Monday. And by the time I listened to the show, it was way past Monday, and um, but they were they're selling. For two hundred bucks, they were selling a free what was it thirty dollar value once per week for the entire year of Penn Station. No, 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 Applebee's. Oh, Applebee's. thirty bucks. I think I did see that, and I'm like, it okay, was limited. so for two hundred oh, bucks, um, you yeah. get up, you can get up to thirty dollars worth of whatever for once a, a year, week right? For it's like a, a yearly year. membership, fifty two. Is a lot more or times three is a whole lot more than two hundred bucks. I'm like, hell yeah, I'd go over and get some appetizers once a week. Yeah, Victoria, we're going where's to Applebee's for. Uh, yeah. for <laughs> where's there an Applebee's though? Like, I think the one in Greenfield just closed. Anderson has one. Oh, is I think it okay? The one in Greenfield's still open. I'm pretty sure they closed that one. Maybe they tore it down. They might have tore that down. I don't think so, but you could you could. Be I've right. been there for a long time. One in Anderson's still open. There's one down in If Nobles you guys are looking for any classy place to take your significant others on White Valentine's Castle. Day, it's Applebee's. White Castle. 
There's no other place you can no, get No, no, you got to get the baby bags dish. out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> the cocktail menu is off the chain. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good times there all the time. $1 margaritas. One dollar, and they're worth, and that's about yeah. double the price it should be. That's all. Yeah, that's all you need. Served in a little plastic Dixie cup. Hey, the little mini red ones. Yeah. Stay classy, Applebee's. Yeah. Stay classy. Hey, they know their market. They do. That's okay. They do. Yeah, uh, thanks to them. But yeah, so the Pacers do Penn Station too. They do Bogo if they win. I think. Oh really? Yeah, so they do like a coupon. It's like a bogo. So Penn Station really does give away a lot of stuff. That's kind of cool. Well, they ought to. You go there and you buy a large. I guess it's a large sandwich yeah. and like a fry, and it's like seventeen dollars. Oh jeez, ridiculous! Their chicken yeah. cordon bleu sandwich is bomb, though. Fries are pretty good. I always get the teriyaki. Oh yeah, yeah. They're the best. Is it weird to you to eat malt vinegar with fries? Is that a weird thing to you? Well, I it, like it occasionally. Not I'm really. from the north. That was like what we did. Like that yep. was just all fish we, and chips. Yeah, it's fish and chips. So yeah. we had fries with malt vinegar. Yeah, like, they and have you can the do that best there. fries for that. It's yeah. amazing. Better yeah. than Five Guys. Yeah, yeah. Not a big Five Guys fan. I'm not either. I do like Five Guys, but I oh. always feel like I've dropped my wallet after after same, I've been same there. thing yeah you like get like a baby burger and a order of fries and you're 15 16 bucks yeah, yeah and it doesn't Without matter a drink. they're unlimited fries oh yeah <laughs> it's like i can still only eat about 20 of them I'm it's done. like six potatoes and like exactly. one order of small yeah, fries like serious go, if you want extra fries at and five they, guys they make go at the sure end of the that night. that bag is sopping wet. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. roll it on the grill before they <laughs> hand it to you and <laughs> then swear. wet their hands down I in a bucket swear, of grease dude. and then Plop it on it's the worse than movie oh. theater popcorn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but damn, movie movie theater popcorn is so good. Yeah, oh. but if you if you put it on the wrong piece of clothing, you got grease stains on that. Yeah, yeah, we went and saw Oppenheimer. Me and Rob did. Yeah, the, what theater was that? Up in uh, Hamilton Town Center. Escape, imagine, imagine, yeah, yeah, that's a that's cool, a cool place. Yeah, it that's is a nice place. Bar, you can get you some. Yeah, some take whiskey. drinks to your it's seat. Expensive though. Yeah, but you know, you're going out. That's a that's a day that's a night on the town. Pack a flask, be okay. I'm not gonna say that we did that. I'm not gonna say I did that either, but I I did that. <laughs> that that's my movie yeah. to movie. You know, and that's what was pack funny. Pack a flask full of JTS yeah. Brown and get a get a large soda. Sip well, it out until I until I can fit the whole flask. And pour in there. it in. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the way it used to be at um, when it was the Hamilton IMAX. They would let you bring whatever you want to in. I mean, I have people bringing full large pizzas yeah. to the theater, but oh, wow. we'd always stop by and get a large pop on the way to the theater. I mean, people bringing bags of popcorn themselves, bringing a tub of lasagna. They or would something. let you, do, yeah, you could, it's like you the could, weird shit. you could. What do you eat over there? Crab legs, yeah, crab stop legs. Stop it out back, <laughs> Applebee's. Yeah, don't forget your Applebee's yeah. on the way there, to your oh, a, exactly uh, your free yeah. Applebee's. <laughs> there's a good ramen place over there at, by HTC. Uh, I think it's called Kodo Ramen. It's right. It's behind that Chick Fil A okay. in that shopping mall. Um, so if you're ever looking for a good bowl of ramen, like that's it. We went to I love sushi. Sushi is that? A, I love is sushi that what that is? Yeah. 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 That place was amazing. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Fantastic. I went there twice. Once was really good. Once was not so good. Mm. Uh, we got a new place in New Pal, actually. Huh? Finally got a Chinese place called Potstickers. Oh, yeah. I think there used to be one in Greenfield. I've heard of Potstickers around here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jen went. She said it was good. I tried to go to this morning. They opened at 11. No one was there <laughs> except for 15 people waiting to get in. Oh, wow. So I went to Subway. So nice. I heard uh, 
that place is the old owners of the, and this is extremely regional talk. I'm sorry if you don't know, <laughs> if you're not from the area. Um, that place is the old owners from uh, Bamboo Garden in Greenfield. That's that's what it was. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what it was because yeah. they were talking about their ties to Greenfield and yeah. they own a couple buildings in New Pal that have like a coffee shop and then like a nail salon or something. Yeah. So, but they seem nice. I mean, it's it's booming. Everybody loves it. I yeah. just I didn't have time to wait today. You gotta so. love Chinese food. Well, oh. I mean, that's where the the Thai restaurant in Anderson. That place is still crushing it. It's it's good too. And it's some it of the best so Thai good. around here, I think. Yeah. Still, I'm still a little partial to um, Fire Thai. I like Fire Thai a lot. Fire Thai is the only problem with Fire Thai is they don't always know what spice level they're going to give you. That's my only complaint with them. Uh, Like you can get a red curry medium and it will come out blazing hot, or it'll come out not at all. You get a hot and it's mild. Yep, been there. But the one over there in Anderson, they're usually pretty good. good. Although last time Lisa did get me medium, and it was definitely more on the hot side. Yeah. (laughs) Which uh, I didn't mind. I went to Fayetai one time, and I was so congested. And I was just like, okay, I want hot. Well, um, asking for that, they were like, yeah, F this guy. Like, let's go. And just (laughs) into the night, just like dumped all the spice on it. I don't know what they did, but I was sweating and crying. And my congestion was cleared up within two bites. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Kind of like going to St. Elmo's and get the get the uh, yeah. shrimp cocktail, man. Oh, yeah. So we went to 1933 last yeah. week. How was that? It's amazing. I love 1933. So I, I mean, I kind of they have a little bit of a different menu, and yeah. I just wasn't really feeling a steak that night or yeah. just seafood because I just went to another place and got chipino the day before. So like I was I was kind of feeling good. it. Yeah, yeah. I was good. So I got the prime rib. Um, that's sandwich what, that's what like the beef oh, did oh, the sti- uh, we tried the navy bean soup like you said good. that was amazing did you get a huge style bacon. i know no, you can't do sour cheese, cream so, yeah. yeah no i just had it regular and then the bacon that brandon whistler told us to try it oh my god it's so good so good brandon knows his bacon yeah he does yeah he does he's gonna have to up his price I, he has to buy a new new smoker because he already killed a smoker with all the bacon yeah i'll give him one of mine <laughs> That's true, Brandon. If you need a smoker, yeah. you probably got one. Yeah. I already gave one to Isaiah, so I, I got plenty to spare. <laughs> Speaking uh, of spicy, though. Cigar it, getting spicy it, it, on you? It picked I, up a little bit. I, I got a little bit more spice on I'm the end. I'm getting a little bit pepper burner, on it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. So. I'm just getting close to Rob's, the third, final Rob's third. slow burning over there. He sure is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Any I'm, final just, thoughts I'm there, really Rob? digging this, this wine, though. I think it's good. So the last time I paired a cab with a cigar was actually in California. Um, we, it wasn't, I can't remember the brand of the wine, but it was, it was a cab and I paired it with a Warhead 8. Oh, I gotcha. And it was, oh. that was an amazing pairing. Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. Just all of that dark, dark flavor, a little bit of like coffee. Yeah, it was oh, so good. So that that was probably the first time that I ever paired a cigar with a cab, and I was not disappointed by any means. So yeah, yeah, totally. very good. Yeah, any final thoughts there, Rob? Nope, I think we're good, man. This was actually a lot of fun. It's just a beautiful great bottle. Pairing. Great bottle. Yeah, um, it's a nice way to start your uh, Friday at noon to. Yeah. Kill a bottle of Camus. Yeah. Quick shout out to Deadwood Live for this wonderful table and to Aladino for sponsoring this show. We love you guys. Um, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. You can find me on Instagram at Spencer Lee's and both the visuals. Yep, and I'm at Final Third Cigar. Thanks a lot again, guys. We will see you this week. Stop by and try this cigar. We got plenty in stock. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. you guys.